Stephanie Detlefs, writer and book coach, and this is the Hello Writers Podcast. Together we'll discover inspiration, motivation, and practical tools to take into your writing life right now. Welcome. Hello, writers. So I've talked before about how important it is to get feedback on your writing at all stages of the writing process. But what does that feedback look like? There are so many different types of feedback you can ask for, and so many different ways it can be delivered. Today, I'm going to try and simplify it by giving you some guidelines for what kind of feedback is most beneficial at each stage of the writing process. So let's first define what I mean about stages of the writing process. Of course, the bigger the project, the more stages you'll have, and sometimes it'll feel like you're moving backward instead of forward through them. The line can also get blurry between these stages, but generally speaking, you start with the idea stage where you're just germinating the idea, and then if you're a planner like me, you'll go through a planning stage. Once you start actually writing forward on your project, you'll have your first draft stage, which I often call just drafting. Next is revision, which for most book length projects, and sometimes shorter ones as well, is the longest stage. Finally, when you're nearing the end, you'll do things like final edits and proofreading before you hit send on that final manuscript. Now, I said this a minute ago, but I want to say it again because it's really important. Writing is not a linear process, even though many of us were taught that it is. It's totally normal and even useful to go back and forth between planning and drafting and between drafting and revising. But for the sake of this topic today, about types of feedback needed at each stage, I am going to talk about these stages in a linear way. So let's start with the ideas stage. So what kind of feedback do you need at the stage where you're just first thinking about a book idea? Here is my opinion. You don't need any. New ideas are these delicate little things, and we don't want to destroy them by getting a bunch of different points of view about them. So my opinion is just don't ask for feedback at this point. The idea is yours and yours alone right now. Sit with it, nurture it, become excited about it. Now, if you really, if you find it useful to talk through things, then find a trusted someone. That's great. But let them know that you, you really don't want feedback on it. You just want them to be excited that you're hatching something new. It's such a beautiful, special thing. But once you begin to think through the actual story, when you start to get into the planning stage, you're considering things we've talked about here, such as what point you're going to make, whose story it is, and how the events may unfold. At this point, big picture feedback is definitely useful. The planning stage is a great time to have someone, a trusted confidant, or a book coach help you sort out why your protagonist is making the choices that they are. Because remember, the emotional trajectory of the protagonist is what is going to connect the readers by giving your story a purpose. And you want to figure that out as early as possible. 
So as you begin to think through what's going to happen in your story, ask someone you trust to listen as you talk through it and encourage them to ask you why every time you tell them something new about what's going to happen. Ask them to help you root down to the very core of your protagonist and the events. What inner story is driving the external one? That's what you want to figure out. And that's the kind of feedback that you need. Okay, then you find yourself working on a draft. This is the place where writers often share pages with someone, whether it's a friend, a critique partner, or a workshop group. Of course, not everybody does this. Some people protect their draft as long as possible, keeping it as private as possible. But today I'm talking about the value of actually getting some feedback here. Now, since we're likely just giving them a few pages to read and not the entire manuscript because we haven't written it yet, it can be difficult for them to give you really useful big picture feedback. And so often people default to giving you specific um, line by line feedback, like um, about dialogue or about um, word choice, things like that. So at this stage, you really need to guide them. And here's how I suggest that you do it. First, think about the emotions you want to come across in this scene or chapter that they're reading, because you have the big picture in mind already. So you know what you need to have happen in this scene. Ask them, is this emotion or what emotion is coming across in a real way here? Then you can consider the things that you know might not be working, things that you struggled with during the writing. Perhaps the dialogue feels kind of stilted or the physical action feels kind of awkward. You can ask them to evaluate those things specifically. Finally, ask them to notice gaps or holes, places where something isn't clear. It might be that you're going to fill in those missing pieces before or after that scene, but it's important that you know that in these pages, it felt like something was missing. Now, if you're working with a book coach, a book coach is going to have a very specific set of um, questions and strategies and skills and things that they're looking for, a hierarchy of priorities, if you will, going from big picture to smaller things. So you don't have to guide a book coach if you're working with them. These suggestions are more for if you're working with, if you're asking for feedback from a writing buddy or a writer's group. So now you have done all of your drafting, perhaps you've gotten some feedback along the way, and hooray, you have a completed manuscript. You know it's not ready to send out on submission, but you feel like you're ready for some feedback that could help lead you into some revisions. At this point, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you hire someone to do a full developmental edit. Developmental edits look at the big picture and a professional editor or a book coach, some book coaches do these, they should present you with a hierarchy of priorities in terms of what you should work on in your revisions. So these are the most important issues. Here are some smaller issues when you have time to get to them. If you aren't working with a book coach along the way as you write, then this is an investment I would strongly urge you to consider. 
So you've gotten that feedback and you're moving through your revisions. At this point, any feedback you get will need to focus on the issues that you have been working on all along or that you've already gotten feedback about that haven't been working. So if, let's say, you got that developmental edit and feedback came back that... um a character wasn't fully developed or wasn't three-dimensional, then feedback you get from others as you revise will need to focus on that issue and the others that you received as well. So it could be things like if you're striving to make the world you've created more detailed for the reader, then you want feedback on that. If one of your characters feels flat and you're trying to flesh them out, you'll want to hear whether or not it's working. As you can see, moving from a big idea through planning and drafting and revisions, the feedback we want to get needs to go from being broad in the beginning to more specific later on. That specific feedback is not really useful in the very beginning. We're looking for big idea feedback, not feedback on things like word choice and sentence structure, which again, some feedback givers can't help but give you unless you guide them. In the later stages of revision, we want feedback to start to zero in on problems we know we're having and how our attempts at fixing those issues are working. The thing is that often we think we need to just give somebody our manuscript or give somebody some pages and say, what do you think? That's so open-ended. And most readers, most people that you ask for feedback will appreciate some guidance because there are so many things that they could be looking at. Once you have what you believe is a nearly completed manuscript, you'll want to bring on board a few beta readers. These are people who will experience your book for the first time as a complete manuscript and can give you overall feedback from the perspective of a new reader. I like to present beta readers with a list of questions to answer. There are lots of resources for questions to ask beta readers online and how to choose beta readers. So definitely explore those resources. Rather than looking for specific issues, they're just enjoying it in a, as a book and then reflecting on it after the fact. And now you are ready to send it out either on submission or you're ready to self-publish it, whatever you've chosen. And of course, before you do that, you'll want to have somebody line edit and or proofread your work for grammar, language, typos, etc. So that is the types of feedback that you need at each stage. And I want to give one last little word of caution. Be careful about asking for feedback from a lot of different people. There's a good chance that you're going to receive conflicting advice at some point. If you're sharing it with more than one person at a time, say in the examples of sharing it with a critique group or using beta readers, decide ahead of time how you're going to implement their feedback and even whose feedback you might prioritize. You don't have to tell them that, of course, but I think it's important to know for yourself and set your mindset for how you're going to use the feedback when you receive it. So this was just a quick overview. And of course, every writing project process and feedback giver is different. But I hope you found a few nuggets in here today to help you think about what feedback might look like for you over the course of your current or your next writing project, because feedback is crucial. 
Of course, I am completely biased about the value of working with a book coach, since I am one, to develop both a support system and a feedback process designed just for you and your project. If you're interested in learning more about me and the services that I offer, please visit hellowriters.net. And if you are looking to learn a little more about how to set up a system for feedback in your writing life, no matter what you're working on, I suggest you sign up for my free course, From Stuck to Story, In one of the six short videos, I talk more about the value of feedback and what to look for in a feedback partner. To sign up, you go to hellowriters.net slash free course. Again, that's hellowriters.net slash free course. Writers, if nothing else, I hope I've convinced you of the value of receiving feedback at each stage along the way. Having someone read your story and respond to it can be so scary, I know. But if you approach it with a growth mindset and select people whom you trust to be both kind and honest, it can move your story forward and remind you why you are doing this in the first place. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hello Writers Podcast. I hope you found today's episode meaningful for your writing life. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. To learn more, visit hellowriters.net.